When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Football represents something we are. Something we are. Football is like life. You gotta push. Fantasy football is about proving that you are better than your friends. Hold up. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Face-Off. I'm gonna do what's best for the team. Where fantasy meets reality. Pure fantasy football nirvana. And now your host. Let the games begin. Anthony Servino and Michael Hoff. And what is going on, everybody? This is the FF Faceoff. I am your host, Anthony Servino. Follow me on Twitter at the Real NFL Guru. Follow the show at the FF Faceoff. We can be found at all of the top social media and podcast platforms. And uh, and today we are going to discuss the games on the Week Seven slate. Uh, from a fantasy football perspective, uh, if you have any questions, be sure to ask them live. As always, we will answer them live on the program. We are live right now on Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. Um, we had a game last night. Uh, the Denver Broncos, the Cleveland Browns, the Cleveland Browns all banged up. Uh, no Baker Mayfield, no Nick Chubb, no Kareem Hunt, no Jack Conklin, no problem. Uh, the Cleveland Browns took care of business. Um, and this is more about the Denver Broncos and the Cleveland Browns, because this should have been a game where if you looked at the three games in which the Denver Broncos won earlier in the season, they beat bad quarterbacks and bad football teams and the Browns are far from a bad football team, but they had Case Keenum, and you know you would think Baker Mayfield. There's going to be a big drop off. There wasn't. Uh, there was far from a big drop off between Case Keenum and Baker Mayfield. There was far from a big drop off between Dearness Johnson, who had a monster game, and and the two great running backs that normally uh, are featured by the Cleveland Browns. Uh, the Denver Broncos have all the talent in the world. The Denver Broncos. They don't have a quarterback, and we should know this by now. When you don't have a quarterback in the NFL, you really uh, have nowhere to go but down and down quickly. Um, 
you know, we've heard rumors about Deshaun Watson. We've heard rumors, you know, we know that Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to be retained by the Green Bay Packers. Uh, we should assume that Russell Wilson doesn't want to remain in Seattle. Uh, there's a good chance that the Falcons move on from Matt Ryan. There's going to be some quarterback movement, some expected quarterback movement this offseason maybe we get watson at a new destination sooner rather than later but if the denver broncos are serious about making a run to a championship anytime soon they have to get a quarterback because the quarterback that's going to get them there is not on their roster it's not game manager teddy um certainly not drew Locke or brett rippin or whatever the hell else you know, Kendall Hinton, uh, it's just not there. Um, so there's that. I mean, as far as a fantasy football perspective from last night's game, Dearness Johnson looked really, really, really good. And that triggered me to tweet something like, you know, Kyle Shanahan gets all the accolades and the hype in the world about his running back uh, production and his system. Where's Kevin Stefanski's? Because, you know, Kyle Shanahan, well, any running back is a plug-and-play, and they have really good uh, production, and Raheem Mostert was cut by five or six teams and flourishes there, and then he gets hurt, Jeff Wilson plays well, and he gets hurt, and Jamichael Hasty, and, you know, so on and so forth. We know how it ends. Cleveland Browns, you take away Nick Chubb, arguably one of the best running backs in the NFL. You take away Kareem Hunt, arguably one of the best dual-threat backs in the NFL. Insert the, you know, Dearness Johnson and the team, the offense does not skip a beat. That's a huge testament to Kevin Stefanski. Uh, and I, I believe Kevin Stefanski uh, and his rushing attack gets overlooked. I get they have studs and one of the best offensive lines in the league, but you peel the two studs away, you peel away the bookend right tackle, and Dearness Johnson has his way with, you know, a defense that's normally uh, one of the better ones in the league. Uh, Jarvis Landry came back last night, and, and Jarvis Landry is, is another one. Um, the Browns missed him. Jarvis Landry really is the key to this team's passing attack, uh, and it's not Odell Beckham Jr., clearly. And if I'm the Cleveland Browns, I would be fielding phone calls, trade offers for Odell Beckham Jr., for whatever reason, it's just not working for Odell Beckham Jr. and the Cleveland Browns, and I hope Beckham's hurt. Uh, a lot, uh, you know, in recent years, uh, but it's just not there. Meanwhile, Jarvis Landry comes back off the injured reserve list, goes five of eight for 37 yards. Not a great stat line, but Jarvis Landry made a, key, a couple of key first downs in that game uh, off the arm of Case Keenum. Uh, Beckham, you know, I don't even know what, what the hell Beckham did last night. Uh, let's let's pull up Odell Beckham Jr. Here we go. Uh, OBJ, two of six for 23. I, I mean, I get wide receivers aren't going to have a huge value in this offense, but you would assume Odell Beckham Jr. will give you more than what he has uh, since being with the Cleveland Browns. This is a wasted talent, and it's not the offense's fault. I, I mean, they can get by with low-end receivers with uh, how they throw the football and how they call their offense. Let's uh let's move and take a look at some of the uh key injuries for this week. We do have some updates going around. Um 
couple of guys from Washington, Ricky Seals-Jones and Terry McLaurin, they were both removed from the injury report with their respective quad and hamstring injuries. They will be good to go uh, for this week. You know, obviously these guys bring immense fantasy football implications. Surprisingly, you know, Ricky Seals-Jones has played pretty well in lieu of um of of Logan Thomas obviously Thomas is is a really good tight end but Ricky Seals Jones is getting the job done uh back to back games uh with 6 plus targets 4 plus receptions 41 plus yards and of course he scored last week in a revenge game against Kansas City Chiefs and now you get the Green Bay Packers not the greatest matchup but this should be another game in which uh Ricky Seals Jones sees north of 6 targets especially if Green Bay gets out to a lead um as far as Terry McLaurin, he's put up now back-to-back dud games with Taylor Heineke after starting really well. This has been a, a little bit of a cold stretch for Heineke after starting the year really hot. Uh, this could be a game where they both bounce back. Um, especially McLaurin, he needs it despite seeing target shares of 11 and 8 in consecutive weeks. He's only returned four receptions for 46 and 28 yards, respectively, uh, without a touchdown. He desperately needs to get going for his fantasy managers, and it could happen against uh, Green Bay. Uh, again, it, you know, it's a little bit scary when it couldn't happen last week against the Kansas City Chiefs, one of the worst defenses in the NFL. But, you know, it's only a matter of time. You know, guys like Terry McLaurin, these types of talents, eventually get it together. The guy I really love this week, and uh, first off, Antonio Gibson, shin injury. He's been dealing with it, and this might linger uh, unless they shut him down for a couple of weeks. Um, but Antonio Gibson's dealing with the shin. Which means, you know, we could see a limited role out of Antonio Gibson, or maybe, you know, Gibson's knocked out of this game. What does that mean? J.D. McKissick. J.D. McKissick should be rostered uh, in most fantasy formats with at least 12 teams. You can make the case he should be rostered in 10 teams. J.D. McKissick doesn't always give you a good game, but it seems like he gives you a couple, um, you know, a, a season more than a couple. Uh, last week, 8 of 10 targets for 65 yards, 8.1 yards per catch. That's a monster game in PPR, not to mention another 45 yards on 8 carries. Um, and McKissick will do this. It seems like every other week, Ms. McKissick gives you a quality fantasy outing with the injury concerns to Gibson with the presumed negative game script against the Green Bay Packers. I, I kind of like uh, J.D. McKissick to have another double-digit PPR game uh, uh, in Week 7. And let's uh, let's move down a little bit. Uh, the Broncos did play already. However, Jerry Judy uh, has been medically cleared from the ankle and is expected to return in Week 8 against the aforementioned Washington football teams. What a week to return when you get one of the worst secondaries in the NFL in Washington. However, you have one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL in Teddy Bridgewater. Um, so, you know, I, I would be optimistic. I would be happy with bye weeks around and injuries, and you might need to use Jerry Judy in your fantasy matchups in week eight. But, like, you have to temper expectations because it is Teddy Bridgewater. And Teddy Bridgewater, let's face it, game manager Teddy, he is what he is. And the ceilings for these receivers are limited because of Teddy Bridgewater. Just imagine 
uh, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Javante Williams, Noah Fant. Just imagine these excellent assets. If they had a guy like Aaron Rodgers throwing them the football in 2022. The Seahawks have designated Rashad Penny, the oft-injured Rashad Penny, to return from the injured reserve list. It looks like he is going to be good to go for um, Monday night um, football. Chris Carson's on the injured reserve list. They have Alex Collins. Um, and Alex Collins is a little bit dinged up. DJ Dallas uh, might not be able to go. If Rashad Penny is active and and Collins is not, I would expect, I don't know if Penny's going to get a full workload, but he will certainly have enough to return a little bit of fantasy relevance um, in the Week 7 finale. Here we go. Our first question, what's going on? Blake Little on YouTube. How do I feel? This is a trade question. Uh, Robert Woods for A.J. Brown. So let's look at it this way. Uh, Robert Woods, A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown clearly is not getting the job done for his fantasy managers. Um, and, you know, I don't know if it's him. You know, he's been a little bit dinged up, obviously. Ryan Tannehill hasn't exactly uh, delivered either. But we expect a hell of a lot more out of A.J. Brown. Um, and really, the passing attack out of Tennessee altogether, despite, you know, even though Derrick Henry, he's getting the lion's share of the offensive work, you would think, hey, like, he's going to open things up for Tannehill and, and all these weapons. Well, these weapons need to stay healthy. Tannehill needs to be a little bit better with the football. Clearly, uh, not as good without... Um, without Arthur Smith right now. A.J. Brown this season in PPR leagues, uh, he's given you two games with double-digit fantasy points with at least 14.9 in week one. He had 16.1 last week. The three games in the middle, he was either injured or giving you um, fewer than 7.3 points. Last week, A.J. Brown, uh, nine targets, matches his season high. Uh, it was also his third game with eight-plus targets. Uh, he had seven receptions for 91 yards. He was a touchdown away from giving you uh, you know 20-plus PPR points. Now, Robert Woods, excuse me, Robert Woods got off to a slow start, but in the past few games, Robert Woods has been getting going and um, you know, really starting to develop a rapport with uh, my neck, with Matthew Stafford. So we had a little bit of a slow start from Woods, 12, 12, 6.8, 14, 27, and then back down to 11. This is a nice floor for Robert Woods. He's given you a higher floor, and, and really with that 27-point game, a little bit of a higher ceiling right now than A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown is, seems to be extremely high-variance, boom or bust. Robert Woods will be that consistent guy where, you know, he might not go off, but, you know, he only has one week in single-digit PPR points. That was week three against Tampa Bay. So how do I feel about the trade? Um Depends on what you need. Like, if you have stability at wide receiver already, like maybe you have Keenan Allen already, and, and he's one of the more stable pieces uh, in fantasy football right now, then maybe I want to add some ceiling play with A.J. Brown. However, if you have high-variance 
um, low floor, high ceiling players, then I might want a high floor guy to balance me out on the weeks where my high ceiling player does not deliver. So it depends on roster construction. Um, if I had to make the choice right now, I'm a stability guy. I'd rather have Robert Woods. Uh, right now, this offense, this passing attack especially, is performing at a really efficient level, as is the ground attack with Darrell Henderson. Um, there should be a little bit more volume uh, in Los Angeles than there is going to be for the guys in Tennessee. Now, it, it is good. It, it is. It brings me optimism to see A.J. Brown get nine targets last week, especially when the team said, hey, we're not going to give him a full workload for another couple of weeks. But still, like I, I would play it safe with Robert Woods, but if you think you need the ceiling, Blake, of A.J. Brown, then you could pull the, pull the trigger. It all depends on your roster construction as it stands. Let's move down this injury list uh, a little bit more. Um, 49ers news. Uh, Trey Lance isn't going to play dealing with the knee injury. However, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to play. He is going to start coming off the calf. Pretty good matchup against the Colts. You can throw on them. However, this Colts defense, they can get hot, and Jimmy Garoppolo probably not going to have Trent Williams this week. He could be facing a ton of pressure. The 49ers season, you know, with the loss to the Colts, they could begin to lose, um, really lose traction, whatever traction they have left. Now, they are going to be getting back or expected to be getting back to Michael Hasty. Um, Trey Sermon looked okay a couple of games, hasn't really delivered the way guys like me and other Trey Sermon guys uh, thought he would deliver. Elijah Mitchell is getting healthier. They could have Jermichael Hasty back. This means Trey Sermon, that workload could diminish a little bit more than it already has. Uh, but certainly, it's good news for the 49ers who seem to be getting a little bit healthier at running back. But yeah, Trent Williams listed as doubtful with a knee injury. Catastrophic loss to the offensive line. Here, well, where else? Um, Chase Edmonds, speaking of uh, NFC West running backs, Chase Edmonds is not on the injury report. After dealing with a shoulder injury but playing through it the past couple of games, he was removed from the Week 7 injury report. Expect a fully healthy Chase Edmonds against the Houston Texans, and this could be a bloodbath for Houston. There's always that chance where they play tough, but this is in Arizona. Uh, this is going to be a really big opportunity for the Arizona Cardinals to take care of business in a big way. However, like a young team like this and experience with Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray, they could be looking ahead to the Green Bay Packers on the upcoming Thursday night football game. So I'm not, I'm not going to say Houston's going to win. That's not happening. But could they cover the spread? Perhaps. I, I do think the Cardinals take care of business, blow this game open early and never look back. But, like, you know, uh, depending on where this line ends up, I would not, you know, it would not surprise me at all if Houston covered. They shouldn't. But, like, if at the end of the day they covered the spread, it wouldn't surprise me because the Cardinals could very well be looking ahead to Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Uh DeAndre Swift, get used to him being on the injury report. He's been on the injury report with the groin injury for like like since week one. 
Uh, there's nothing to worry about here. Right now, Swift's the RB10 in PPR. Uh, number two in targets to Najee Harris. Number three, I believe, in weighted touches. Like DeAndre Swift, one of the more valuable backs in PPR formats. Not a lot of people to throw to in Detroit. This is a revenge game for both Stafford and Jared Goff. I expect both trying to be at their best. You know Stafford's going to be at his best. I, you know, Goff is what he is at this point with really no help at wide receiver. Uh, this could be a big game, however, for DeAndre Swift uh, catching a football. Let's uh, let's see what else is going on. We have a question, another question. TS on YouTube. And guys, keep those questions coming. I'd rather talk to you than talk about uh, injury news. Uh, TS on YouTube. Would we drop, would I drop Michael Gallup for Khalil Herbert? You need a running back for week nine. Man, it is tough dropping Gallup. And it's tough dropping Gallup because you want a piece of that Cowboys offense. As we see, like even Cedric Wilson, who's playing for Gallup, gets in the mix a little bit and, and will give you a decent day here and there. Uh, Gallup, certainly an upgrade over Cedric Wilson, we think, and uh, or we know. So it's hard to like just drop him. However, if you absolutely positively need a running back, we know uh, David Montgomery is not going to be back. And Khalil Herbert, even when Damian Williams was in the game, Khalil Herbert still saw his touches and actually outsnapped Damian Williams. Um, let me just take a look at this week. What'd you say? Week nine? Week nine matchup for Chicago. So we're looking ahead a couple of weeks here. Um, Hmm. Where are we? Chicago. Pittsburgh. Is there uh, TS, is there anybody? Now, Pittsburgh's defense is not the same. However, they could be exploited uh through the air, not so much on the ground. They're still really stout on the ground, but you can throw on them in 2021. This is also a game in Pittsburgh between two teams with questionable offenses. You know, uh, defenses that like even though they're a little bit erratic, they'll pl they play these kind these games kind of tougher. Ah, uh, yeah. If you if you absolutely need it, do it. But like maybe wait it out and see. You know, unfortunately, there's going to be more running back injuries. Maybe somebody else becomes available. But I don't know if I'm going to pull the trigger right now in week seven to pick up a running back um, that is going to play the Steelers in week nine. Plus, what if Herbert gets goes down this week or in week eight? What if he goes down? Then you drop Michael Gallup for him. So I, I might wait, like, unless you really, really want to make this move. I, I, I don't know. It's like it's the Steelers at home week nine primetime game. I, I'm not in love with it unless, again, you absolutely have to wish you had somebody else to drop. Uh, Mickey DeMomo, longtime listener. What's going on? Uh, he has a question in his main league. Uh, he has CMC, Saquon Barkley, David Montgomery, George Kittle. My goodness. I, I Listen, dude, I, I was in your spot last year where I had like a half of one of my teams hurt. It just sucks. Uh, I'm also in a league, uh, one of my high stakes leagues. Uh, on paper, my team looked great. Uh, I had Kyler Murray, CMC, J.K. Dobbins, A.J. Brown, and as you can see, or as you know with the injuries, it's not looking too hot right now. Thank God I have other high-stakes team with better, uh, more healthier players. 
But so you have all these guys. Uh, you're two and four, ten more. Uh, any hope? Your hope is that McCaffrey, Barkley. See, the good thing is, like, you kind of need to tread water. Uh, it's only six weeks in. You have an extra game. Um, it's not like you're you have one one win or zero wins. You can easily afford to lose. Like you can go to two and six, and then all of a sudden you get McCaffrey, Bar and you get your guys back. Like if you lose two more games and then you get all your guys back at once, bang, your team takes off and you run the table. Um, I've done that years ago. It takes a lot of luck to do these things, but you have the type of players to where if they all come back at once or within one or two weeks of each other, and you go on this monster run. So, yes, you have hope. I will never say somebody's out of it unless you have, like, no wins in this week, like nine, then, yeah, you're shot. But I think you have a little bit more hope, and you can still afford to lose another game or two. You just need those guys to get back. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. TS is saying that you can drop Earths. No, you're not dropping Earths. You're absolutely not dropping Earths going into that offense. I love Zach Ertz. Um, he looked like he was getting back, getting it back in Philly, and now you put him in that offense. Um, I love Zach Ertz this week. I am starting Zach Ertz where everywhere I have him this week against the Houston Texans, one of the worst defenses in the NFL, probably the worst defense in the NFL in containing the tight end. I am certainly taking an Ertz touchdown prop. I might take the Ertz two touchdown prop this week. Um, but yeah, that sucks, man. Um, yeah, I, I guess if you have to drop Gallup, do it. But I, again, I'm not in love with the move, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do. It's either that or, you know, you, it's a big risk if you don't pick up the running back, I guess. Um, now uh, we seem to be pretty caught up with... Yeah, you have Knox, Kittle, Goddard, and Ertz. Jesus. Can you trade one of those tight ends? P.S. This could solve all your problems. Now that I have this context, can you trade, make, honestly, like trade Kittle? See what you can get for Kittle. You should be able to get like a decent, like, you know, he's hurt, but he still has some name value. Like you're not going to get full return. But when you have Knox, Goddard, and Ertz, all three guys are probably going to be tight end ones for the rest of the way. See if you can get, go get yourself a running back for George Kittle. There's your answer. Or if you don't want to drop Kittle, trade Knox. I wouldn't. Um, but like trade one of those tight ends. Go get yourself a running back better than Khalil Herbert while retaining Zach Ertz and Michael Gallup. Like there's your play. Um, let's move on. A couple of Ravens ruled out. Big-time Ravens. You know, Sammy Watkins, obviously not big-time, but big-time name. Probably on a lot of waiver wires. And then they got Bateman. I, I could see Bateman. He already got, you know, it saw like six targets last week. 
Uh, now he gets a pretty good matchup against the Bengals. This is going to be one of the games of the week for me. I cannot wait for this Ravens-Bengals uh, matchup. These are two of my pet teams. I'm a monster Cowboys fan, lifelong Cowboys fan, but I have other teams that are like pet teams. Both are from the NFC North, and you know one obviously is the Baltimore Ravens. The other one, Cincinnati Bengals. Cannot wait for this game. You know, as much as I like both teams, I'm kind of pulling for Cincinnati a little bit more just because, like, you know, I want to see the Bengals do good. You know, their fan base deserves it. Plus, Joe Burrow is, uh, like, gonna, he's probably one of my better, uh, one of my favorite quarterbacks in the NFL right now. But Sammy Watkins ruled out Latavius Murray. Now, this is the significant fantasy one. Latavius Murray ruled out with the ankle, and we should have expected this. I went ahead and picked up uh devonta freeman and of course like bell could be in the mix too tyron williams could be in the mix but this could be a a, a you know I, i'm rolling the dice on freeman and if i have to start i'm gonna start him and i'm i'm gonna i am gonna start him in a few spots but i kind of like devonta freeman he had a little bit of jump in his step last week let's see what happens let's roll the dice you know week uh week seven six teams on a bye ton of injuries on the running back front devonta freeman come on down um, TS is saying, good idea, thumbs up and sub, thank you very much, and, you know, follow TS's lead. Um, one of the biggest ways that you can help this show, and it's absolutely free, uh, I, I, you know, I answer your questions, I help you win some money betting, I help you win fantasy, I help you win DFA, whatever I can help you with. Uh, the way you can help me and this brand uh, hit the subscribe button if you're catching us wherever you're catching us podcast youtube anywhere hit the subscribe button um hit the like button comment engage uh if you're listening on apple Podcasts, five star rating five star review telling everyone why we are you know the best on the planet of what we do all these things are free gestures that you can make to help us grow because Anytime you engage and sub and comment and all that fun stuff and like, it triggers the algorithm to put us in front of more people. And then we grow and get bigger. And then we keep coming back like I've been doing all these years. And I absolutely love being here talking football with everybody. So rock out. You need two wide receivers uh, and two flex. Let's uh, let's get this figured out. Um, Corey Davis, Marquez Callaway, Christian Kirk, Michael Carter, Ram Stevenson. Uh, will we drop one of them for Bateman or Lazard? Forget about Lazard. I'd rather go with Bateman. He's more of an up-and-comer. Lazard, we know these Packers receivers. It was MVS last year, and it's like they, they hit, then they miss again. And a couple weeks ago, it was Randall Cobb, and it was Lazard this week. Uh, I, I'm not in on Cobb. Uh, it, it's the, the matchup is there, but I, I just don't trust it. So if you need uh, I, I, Corey Davis against New England, I'm very meh on. Um, but I would certainly go Callaway getting Seattle going into the Saints by Callaway started getting going a little bit. Uh, I like Stevenson. The Jets present one of the best matchups for enemy running backs. You can run all over the Jets, and I can see Damian Harris and Stevenson getting involved. In fact, Stevenson, surprisingly, was like the pass-catching back last week against Dallas. Um, so Stevenson looks like he's back in good graces with Belichick after that early week one fumble. Uh, so I like both Damian Harris and Stevenson this week. So I would go Callaway, Stevenson. Um, I think Kirk is the floor play. Davis is the ceiling play. So again, Callaway, Stevenson, 
Hmm. Go Callaway, Stevenson, Kirk, and Davis. Those are the plays. I would sit Michael Corder. I like Bateman a lot this week. I would roll the dice on him, but I don't know who you drop. Um, if anybody, maybe you drop Carter or Davis, like one of the Jets, but I wouldn't. I would probably stick to what you have unless you really, really believe in Rashad Bateman. But again, I like Stevenson. I like Callaway. I like Kirk. And uh, I would probably go Davis and sit Carter. Uh, we'll see. Where are we? Couple of... Uh... Dolphins injured in the secondary, but uh, questionable. Probably going to play against the Falcons. Byron Jones and Xavier Howe were dealing with shoulder, groin, quad, Achilles injuries, um, respective injuries. You know, this Miami defense just isn't playing well, and they were one of the better ones last year. They have a really high-priced cornerback tandem, and they really aren't playing well. I like Calvin Ridley this week in a return game. This could be a week where Calvin Ridley shows out. Um, I, I like a lot of the fantasy assets. Like, quietly, outside of the quarterback position in Miami, you could build a nice DFS lineup with, with like, Ridley, uh, Waddle, uh, certainly Mike Davis and Patterson. Maybe you throw Matt Ryan or go look for quarterback elsewhere, but there's some good fantasy value, some ceiling fantasy value up in this Dolphins-Falcons matchup on Sunday. T.Y. Hilton dealing with the quad. Um, he's not ruled out yet, but he's already banged up. You know, one game back. You know, he couldn't even make it through. Looked okay early on, but like, you know, going four for 80, it's just, it is what it is with uh, right now with T.Y. Hilton. Um, Where are we? Bears placed Jimmy Graham on the COVID list. Um, you know, you could say, well, maybe Cole Komet gets a little bit more, but Jimmy Graham's only ran around on 24% of dropbacks this season. Komet has run around on 72% on uh, dropbacks, but it's like, I like the matchup against Tampa Bay, but like, can we really trust any Bears weapon right now? Like, maybe Herbert, but the, like, it's like, I, I like Herbert a lot. I like the running backs a lot. They can, but it's like, you need a touchdown against Tampa Bay. If you, if you don't get a touchdown, like, I don't know if the yards are going to come this week. Um, Julio Jones back on the injury report. He's another one that lives there. Tweaked the hamstring on Monday night. Has been living in practice all week. But this should be, the you know, Julio should play this week. He has to play because you need to be able to keep up with the Kansas City Chiefs. We know Kansas City is going to put up points. Um, and, I, and I think this is going to be a game where, you know, the Titans are flying high. You knocked off the Bills. Now you can go and knock off the Chiefs and all of a sudden turn your season around. Look for A.J. Brown, who's questionable with, uh, or he's actually not on the injury report anymore. He was dealing with food poisoning. Look for A.J. Brown and Julio. I, I think they're both going to play, and I think they can both be fantasy relevant. This could be the game of the year so far for Ryan Tannehill and that aerial attack that really has been invisible staying in that game. Anthony Ferksker has been talking about it all week on this show, on my betting show with Odds Jam. Ferksker 
uh, hasn't done anything this year. It changes this week. I don't know if he's going to, he's not going to have a big stat line, but he has scored a touchdown in the two games that he's played against Kansas City. Kansas City secondary still sucks at covering the tight end. This is going to be an Anthony Ferksker touchdown game. Get those props going uh, at your favorite sports book. Uh, where are we? Jason on YouTube. Robbie Anderson, Le'Veon Bell, or G De DJ Dallas. Jeez. Wow. I would say, you know, uh, it's Le'Veon Bell against Cincy or Robbie. Either way, like, I don't, I'm not touching DJ Dallas because we don't know what's going on with Carson yet, and it looks like Penny's going to come back. I'm not just I'm just not messing with that. Uh especially against the Saints. The Saints could step up in these they're like weird like the Steelers where like their defense could either get exploited or or they step up. Some like this could be one of those weird defensive battle games in Seattle. Um so I would you know, Robbie's getting just like he's getting a ton of targets and he's going back to his old stadium with his old quarterback. I, I think Robbie gets a touchdown this week. Um, I, I, you know, Le'Veon Bell could too. I, I, I just, I, I would go Robbie, roll the dice. These options aren't great. And I understand it's injuries. It's like six teams on a bye. Uh, I would go with Robbie Anders, especially with Terrace Marshall out. And it's not like Marshall's done anything anyway, but I would go Robbie. The matchup against the Giants is there. Um, Rock out is asking to pick up Jameis Winston or Tua for this week. Ugh. Um, I'd go Winston against Seattle. Um, I, I you know Tua was okay last week. Uh, I, I love the matchup against the Falcons, but I also like the matchup for Winston going against Seattle. And I did say it could be one of those weird defensive games. Well, there is going to be points scored. Um. I don't, and, and Winston has the higher ceiling. Like, Winston maybe gives you, like, 16-point floor, uh, where Tua could give you a 9-point floor. Meanwhile, Winston, we've seen two 30-point games this year. We haven't seen that, anything close to that from Tua. So I think you have a better mix of floor and ceiling against one of the worst secondaries in the NFL for Jameis Winston. Um Again, the matchup is there. The stars are aligning for Tua, but I, I think the safer play is Winston. But really, oof. Uh, bruising. Should I trade Darrell Henderson and Antonio Brown for Darrell Williams, CEH, and Keenan Allen? So it's Darrell Henderson and Antonio Brown, who is ruled out this week with Gronk, for Darrell Williams, CEH, and Keenan Allen. Hmm. No. I would rather have Darrell Henderson and Antonio Brown for the rest of the way than Chiefs running backs and Keenan. Honestly, I, I would rather have Antonio Brown and Darrell Henderson. Stephen Drakes. Um, would we drop or would I drop Latavius and pick up Ayuk? And would I? Why? What is your reason for wanting to pick up Ayuk at this point? And I love Brandon Ayuk. And I, I'm, I'm holding on to him as long as I could. But why would you drop Latavius? Um, you know, especially when we've heard rumors that teams are calling the Ravens. This is like a week or two ago about their running backs. What if they're trying to get Latavius? 
What you know, and he can go to a better situation. What if they're trying to get Tyron Williams, and then it opens up more for Latavius? So I would hold on to Latavius unless you really believe Ayuk finally gets it going, and he could. I certainly hope he does for my fantasy team's sake. But um, uh, you know, if you can afford to lose the running back, do it. But we see all of these running back injuries; like they're so hard to come by. And Latavius doesn't have a high ceiling, but you know, he gives you like a solid like eight to twelve points uh, on a uh, you know a week. Where are we? Mm. Oh yeah, you have another question, Mister Drakes. So would we flex St. Brown or Ram Stevenson? Um, I expect St. Brown to see his fair share of Jalen Ramsey. Um, I would go Ram Stevenson and PPR. We saw it last week. Stevenson was catching passes against Dallas. Um, we look, it looks like we could be getting a one-two punch with Damian Harris and Ram Stevenson. And I'm a big Ram Stevenson guy. And he gets the Jets. The Jets are pretty good against the pass at times. They are terrible against the run. I I, I kind of like Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris. I said this earlier. I like them both this week. I would go with the Ram. Um, uh, where are we? Uh, Double X Rhino Twenty One Double X. Cool name. I, I kind of like it. I like the XX. Reminds me from when I was younger. Uh, with my, you know, screen names. He's feeling a bit lost. First year playing, and he has Murray, Barkley, JT. Darrell Williams, Booker, Gibson, Jefferson, Higgins, Cooks, Myers. Uh, he feels like every week is a bit of a struggle. Um, you have a pretty good team. Like, obviously, Barkley hurts you, but Kyler's like one of the best quarterbacks you can have. Jonathan Taylor's getting it going. Darrell Williams sh uh, should carry you until Barkley comes back. Obviously, Gibson is killing you a little bit. Uh, but Jefferson, really awesome player. Higgins, definitely uh, a lot of people took him too high. Like, I was fortunate enough to be on Jamar Chase. So when people were drafting Higgins and Chase right around the same spot, I was pounding Jamar Chase, even when his ADP and was going backwards and the rumors were bad. Like, uh, you know, and it sucks for people who drafted Higgins. Um. Brandon Cooks, but, you know, like, as you, you overpaid for Higgins, you underpaid for Cooks, and Cooks is the one bringing the value. So you should be starting Cooks every week. And Myers is a nice, solid PPR play every week. So, yeah, it's it, you know, you're struggling because of, really, Higgins, G Gibson, and Barkley, but you should be able to turn your season around. Um, And Rockout saying he has to pick up one of those quarterbacks because Josh Allen's on a bye. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, I have Dak on a bye this week, so I know how you feel. I'm going with Taylor Heineke or Daniel Jones in the places I have uh, Dak or Allen or Herbert. Great. Um, Bruising. Should I trade Corey Davis and Darrell Williams for T. Higgins? Eh. Um... I don't think so. Darrell Williams, you'll get a little bit more run out of him with CEH banged up. Corey Davis is a nice, solid flex play, you know, a nice bench stash. I just don't know what you're going to get out of T. Higgins because we know Jamar Chase is the one. Uh, Tyler Boyd gets his, and it's like Tyler and Higgins, they kind of go back and forth. You can, but I don't know if I would because, like, well, again, running backs are so hard to come by, and 
Darrell Williams right now is the de facto RB1 of the Kansas City Chiefs. Mr. Mentality on YouTube. Allen Robinson and Kittle were just dropped. Wow. I mean, I'm shocked, but not shocked. Should I pick one of them up? The tight ends or so you have your tight ends are Kittle and Schultz. I thought you just said Kittle was dropped. Wide receivers are Sutton, Marquise Brown, Shepard, Julio, uh, Hopkins, and Ridley. Um, you just said Robinson and Kittle were just dropped, but you also said your tight ends were Kittle and Schultz. Um, explain that one. I, I guess, like, um, your wide receivers are Sutton, Marquise Brown, Shepard, Julio, Hopkins, and Ridley. I would pick up, I think I would pick up Kittle for when he comes back. Uh, I don't know if you can afford to pick up both. Like, your receivers are pretty damn good. Uh, so is your tight end with Schultz. But if anything, like, I guess I would rather have the protection at tight end because you seem pretty damn protected at wide receiver with that group. I really love your wide receivers. Um, Mr. Uh, Theo. I can't really pronounce your name. I'm going to call you Theo on Twitch. Do I start Devonta Smith or Khalil Herbert? Herbert gets Tampa Bay. Devonta Smith gets the Raiders. I would roll the dice on Devonta Smith this week. Uh, I like Herbert a lot. I don't love the matchup. I believe you're extremely touchdown dependent, but Khalil Herbert's been efficient and pretty damn good. It's going to be tough go against that Tampa Bay defense, especially going up against Tampa Bay defense that knows you can't throw the ball for smack in Chicago. So, okay, let's just snack the box and let Justin Fields throw on our bad secondary. Like, you know, this is going to be one of those games where Tampa Bay secondary looks good because the other team's really bad at throwing the football. Um, but I would go Devonta here. Mr. Uh, Rhino was saying that you auto-drafted and got lucky. Somebody dropped, somebody dropped Taylor. What the hell league you playing in? If somebody drops Jonathan Taylor. That person should never be allowed to play fantasy football again. Great pickup, though. Aldo G on YouTube. Should I go with Marquez Callaway or with either Alice Collins, Penny, or DJ Dallas in PPR? If Collins plays, I would go Alex Collins. However, I don't think Alex Collins is going to play. I like Marquez Callaway a lot this week. I wrote him up in my sleepers column over at the game, the NFL. I, I, I think you go Callaway unless Collins plays. Again, I just don't think he's going to play. Uh, mentality is saying that his tight ends are Goddard and Schultz. Um, again, I would pick up Kittle. If you're going to pick up one of those two guys, like, again, your receivers are loaded, and I don't know how much Allen Robinson's going to help you the rest of the way, even if he gets going. Like, I don't know if you're going to start him over guys like Marquise Brown and Ridley. Meanwhile, like, you have a great tight end in Schultz. Um, you could be in a situation where you could start Schultz and Kittle on some weeks because of what Kittle can potentially bring when he comes back. So I would go George Skittle. We are at the 45-minute mark, everybody. If you have questions, get them in. Otherwise, I'm going to begin to wrap up. Um, it's been a long week. I might do a little bit of a betting program tomorrow. I do my betting content over with my guys at Odds Jam, oddsjam.com, Odds Jam on Twitter, Odds Jam on YouTube, home to the number one sports betting tools that I swear by in the industry. 
um, we're all making money, all the OnsGM users. And I'm not just saying that. I'm a user myself. And, you know, on the videos that I do, I, I show my profit margins. But um, I would do, I'll probably do a betting show uh, tomorrow. I'm going to do some family stuff, pumpkin picking, you know, with my six-year-old and my wife. So, you know, a nice quiet Saturday and Sunday morning, I'll be back here doing the week seven live stream, the final roster live stream where you go through some of the, you know, latest news in the morning and try to get your final, or your final roster set for game day. DFS play set, bet set, and then I do a betting live show uh, with my Sports Betting Edge podcast, again, presented by, presented by Odds Jam. Ryan, I was saying, you just dropped Robinson today. Dude, I don't blame you. Robinson, he is what he is. Really good receiver, really bad situation. That, that's all I got to say about that. Um, I don't really like dropping stud players, and normally he's a stud. You just like there's just like I, I just don't know if it's gonna happen with Justin Fields or happen anytime soon. And if you're in a shallower bench league, you gotta make decisions to make your team better. But uh, all right, guys, that is gonna do it for today's show. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I know I love being here each and every time I'm live. Of course, it's gonna go into podcast format and syndicated to all the top uh, podcast platforms out there. But uh, until Sunday morning, everybody, uh, have a really good and safe weekend. And I'll be back on Sunday morning to help you win some fantasy leagues. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.